Esporte. Well, I bring good news to everybody here on Brooklyn's radio. Nick Webb has arrived. He is sat right next to me. And uh, we're just going to introduce him. Nick, how are you doing this evening? I'm very good, thank you. Pleasure to be here. Good, thanks very much for joining us at this late, late hour. Um, Nick, now Nick, you're a professional boxer from Chertsey, literally just up the road. Um, now you've got a 3-0 professional fight record and you're looking to keep a clean, clean sheet in your next fight. Um, that's fantastic news. You turned pro last year, last March was it? Yeah, I, <clears throat> I made the decision to turn pro in January and I had my debut in March, yeah. And what sort of, you know, when you make that decision to go from amateur to, to professional, what sort of things do you need to take into consideration? Well, first thing you need to take if you're good enough. And um, my amateur career was very good. I was in a national, I won a national final. I was in an ABA final. And um, yeah, I was like top three in the country for two, three years. So yeah, I was definitely ready to turn over and uh, make some money. Ah, make some money. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. This man is after the money. But you must love the sport as well as, as the money. And, you know, boxing is one of those sports that there is an incredibly, you know, large sum of money in it. But there must be a huge passion for, for the sport as well. Oh, definitely. You know, I want to become world champion. And uh, there's no better feeling in the, in the charisma of uh, stepping out into the, the boxing ring and all your friends, family and supporters all cheering your name. There's nothing better. Yeah, fantastic. Well, uh, certainly you got the support of us on Brooklyn's Radio here. Now, tell me, Nick, how you got into boxing and what sort of gave you the bug initially? Uh, actually, I um, was just yeah chilling one day and uh, had uh, some friends ask if we they were going to uh, Woken Amateur Boxing Club, and um, always wanted to do boxing. Uh, my granddad was a boxer. And sort of when he passed, it sort of had me thinking as well. I wanted to do it. So, yeah, my friends, uh, Grant and uh, Robbie, they uh, decided to stroll up one day. And, yeah, I went with them. And, yeah, that was it. That was the start of, the start of walking in the, the career of boxing, basically. Nice name check I see you uh, put in there, Grant and Robbie. Did they, uh, did they ask you to chuck your names in, their names in? No, nah, they didn't ask me. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> they pay you, uh, give you a little backhander. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so it's of course been a pretty good ride so far with three wins out of three and, and you were saying just before we came on air that it's uh, three knockout first round first round knockouts how does that feel? Yeah three wins three first round knockouts um, yeah basically just get in there and I'm thinking right I've got four rounds to take this guy out and uh, as soon as I let my hands go they can't really deal with the power and it's over before I I think about it, so, yes. He's a modest man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> modest man. <laughs> He's a gentle giant. Uh, now, Nick, you're a heavyweight boxer, aren't you? Yeah, man. And how tall are you? I'm 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Okay. What is it? 6'5", six, or 6'6"? Six, six? Let's on. go 6'5". Six, 6'5". Six, <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the morning or evening, I, I, I shrink. 6'6 yeah. six, six at the start of the day and 6'5 yeah. at the end of the That's day. That's it. Yeah, well, I'm nowhere near you, Nick, so don't worry about it. Um, now, what sort of weight do you need to be in, in terms of fighting a, a heavyweight category? So, uh, championship weight, like um, anti-Joshua's, your Klitschko's, they'll be fighting at around 112 kilos, 112 to 114 kilos. And, um, 
Yeah, I'm at the moment uh, sitting at 117 kilo. Um, so, yeah, obviously I've got to get down a little bit, but, yeah, I'm quite comfortable where I am. And when I get there, I'll be ready. So are there, are there benefits or are there hindrances to being, you know, a little bit, you know, it's, it's literally sort of three pounds heavier, isn't it, from Anthony Joshua that you are. What, what, what's the difference in terms of, you know, how you perform of being just that fractional, you know, bit heavier? Um, it could do with like just split second of being able to move your feet out of the way, um, to move out of the way of the punches, obviously. And, um, and uh, in the longer rounds, being lighter, it's like, Someone explained it to me that uh, when you're running, and if you're heavy, it's like carrying a, like a backpack on your, mm. and you're, it's a heavier weight. It's more stress on your joints. So, yeah, if you're lighter, you react quicker, and lighter on your feet, basically quicker speed. Need to get a bit more cut. He's not cut enough, ladies and gentlemen. He's not cut enough. I'm cut enough. But... <laughs> he is cut enough because I've seen pictures, and he's cut enough. I tell you that. Um, do you find it easy to to lose though? I was going to say, do you find it hard or easy to gain the weight? But in fact, you need to lose a little bit. Is that easy to do, or does it mean that you need to be, you know, super careful on what you eat? Do you need to train more, or is it sort of a balance of everything? Well, me, I, I was a, a fat kid, so I was quite a big kid. I think uh, I was around twenty four stone when I first started boxing. You weren't, yeah, really, yeah, and. Uh, Obviously, started boxing and obviously had to get the weight off so I could run and do all the sort of things I needed to do. And yeah, now I'm around 18 stone. So yeah, it was a lot of work, but the weight's come off and I find it very hard with diet, but I know the rewards will be worth it. Because you like food, do you? Oh yeah, I'm a heavyweight. <laughs> of course I like food. <laughs> Are you one of these guys that goes into Nando's or, you know, GBK and orders, you know, seven burgers or, you know, the whole menu if you're in Nando's? <laughs> oh, man, a, a cheeky Nando's. <laughs> a cheeky <That's>... Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there for a whole chicken, definitely. A whole day, I think, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, I read before, um, before you came into the studios that you can run the 200 metres super fast. 27 seconds, did I hear? Yeah, pretty, it's, you know, it's not obviously Olympic, anything to do that fast, but it's pretty fast for my weight, definitely, yeah. I, I beat a lot of middle weights that we uh, race against. So it's it's good. always good to have another discipline, just in case you don't make it in boxing, though, right? <laughs> well, I used to be a shot putter and discus thrower, actually, so I always could go back to that. Many, many strings to the bow, people, many strings to the bow. <laughs> now, Wild Web the Lion, where on earth does that come from? Well, Wild Web was my granddad's name when he used to fight so I took that on and uh, yeah man I'm the lion in the jungle so when I step in that ring you're in my jungle and I'm the lion <laughs> no taming to be done there <laughs> I would not want to step in the ring with this man although he's a very pleasant chap that's for sure <laughs> let's talk technique for a moment um, uh, I'm going to sound like I know what I talk about uh, know what I talk about now Southport Orthodox what, what do you fight right handed <laughs> right handed yeah, uh, right handed and Right-footed forwards, then left-footed forwards. Yeah, now you put your left, left, left arm forward and your left leg forward. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> put, put your left foot in. <laughs> I had to think about that. Did, I know you did. That's not good. Uh, did you decide? Did you decide on that straight away, or did you? Um, were you told what to do? Yeah, literally. When you go in a amateur boxing gym, you either right-handed or you're left-handed, and right-handed you're orthodox. So that's how you stand. There we go. Simple as that. Simple, Simple yeah. as that. Now, what are your ambitions in boxing? To become world champion. Okay. That's my ambition. Is that a realistic goal? You know, quite, Definitely. You quite... know, 
genuinely Definitely. in the next three years I should be able to at least challenge for a world title and that's my goal and that's what I will be doing so the the world title because there's so many titles that you know I, I don't I'm not you know a, a fanatic of boxing but I do like to watch matches and it seems that there's all sorts of you know titles and belts that you can win world champion that is the biggest and the best and the only one title but there's Europeans and there's different yeah, there's like sort of world champion, like WBC or IBF world champion. There's a couple of forms. Oh, okay. But uh, so like someone like Mike Tyson, he unified all the belts. So we had so them all he, at yeah, the same so time. Yeah, so he had them all. So okay. he was definitely like obviously one of the greatest world champions there was, yeah. Is that, uh, is that something you want to do or is it just one world title? That, oh, I would know? love to do. I would love to get a world title and then take them all. That would be the unified. ultimate goal. Wowzers. This man is going to be big. I mean, he's big anyway, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> do, do, you, do you fight for titles at the moment, or is that something you're going you know, yeah, so to do in the next... At the moment, I'm uh, 3-0. and I have my next fight on the 12th of February. And um, this year, sort of, yeah, middle of this year, I want to be fighting for like a Southern Era title. So I start small, build my way up. And you fight four rounds at the moment. On the 12th of February, still fighting four rounds? Yeah, that'd be my last four-rounder. Then and then you'll go to... Six rounds. And then when do you make it sort of to 12 rounds? What? So a championship fight is normally a 10-round fight, 10 to 12 rounds, okay. yeah. All right, nice. Well, that'd be good. I presume your fitness level has to sort of step up to the next level then. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I'll be looking to knock them out in the first like normal, but <laughs> I need to be prepared to be able to do 10 to 12 rounds, definitely. It's brilliant because you see, you see sort of the, the pre-fight, um, you know, press conferences, and you see these these boxers sort of going, you know, not head to head, but you know, body to body after the sort of um, the weigh-ins and whatnot. And there's a lot of arrogance and a lot of um, sort of camaraderie about about the whole sport. Is that is that part of what you're taught to do, or do you kind of just have to do that, or is it a personality sort of thing? It's not. It's you're going in against someone that wants to take your head off, basically. So if you're not going in there confident, then don't you don't get in there. Don't go in yeah, there at all. There's no point. So you've got to go in there with the audacity to think you're going to win. So Absolutely. I mean, yeah, like you say, if you're not, you don't think you're going to win, then don't go in. Um, now, your training regime, we had a little chat about, um, you know, your weight and, um, you know, I don't want to say lose weight because you don't need to lose weight for goodness sakes. But what what does your sort of training regime consist of? Um, I live in Brighton uh, Monday to Friday. I stay up there with my my coach and manager Scott Welch, and uh, we train three times a day. And uh, in the, every morning we run, whether it's a, if it's a hill run, a hill sprint, or a flat long distance run, or we go to the track and do sprints. That's something like that every morning. And then in the afternoon, we do boxing, sparring, uh, circuits, and then the evening technical and weights. Okay, so it's a pretty full-on schedule every yeah. day. And and are you, are you training five, six, seven days a week? How many days are you training? I have Saturdays off, but Sunday is a long-distance run, Monday to Friday, three times a day. And long-distance being 10 miles, 20 miles? Nah, not that far. Heavyweight, eight miles. Eight, eight miles. miles. <laughs> eight mile. That was a good movie, that wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Be rabbit. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, now uh, let's talk about your diet. I'm going to continue talking about your weight. 
because um, he's just too buff for me. Um, it's obviously hugely important for a pro- professional athlete like yourself. Um, you talked about losing a little bit of weight, but you must have to still sort of pack in the calories. What, how do you sort of manage your, your diet and what sort of yeah. things do... C- can you eat anything? I mean, how does it work? Yeah, I have to be pretty strict on my diet. Um, as I said, I was a fat kid, so for me, I'll, I put on weight. I look at food and I put on weight, you know what I mean? So I have to... Uh, yeah, watch what I eat. I have to be very careful. Uh, Low-carb diet, high-protein, basically. And is that something that somebody has, has devised for you or do you are you in charge of what you eat I mean, and, and have to be sort of strict with yourself? Does someone keep on top of you? Yeah, well, before I was a boxer, I was a personal trainer, so it's something I'm, I'm trying to do myself, so that's okay. no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Um, so who are you fighting next? Uh, do you know of, it, of him? I don't know the opponent. Um, all I know is going to be a notch up on my last opponent. So it's going to be harder than my last opponent. That's all I know. And and how does that work in terms of finding the opponent? That's presumably your your management and your um, your promoter that finds the the fighters for you. Yeah. Exactly how, how do they sort of hand pick fighters? Is it is it sort of a, a a random thing or is it you know they look they look for specifics in a fighter? Yeah. Well, what they do is. Normally, they will look for someone like who someone else has fought and seen how they did against him. So my debut fight was a against a guy against Andy Joshua fought. Uh, Andy Joshua knocked him out in the second round. I knocked him out in the first round. So yeah, sort of things like that. They, that's well, how they there he is. Up. Here he is, modest again. <laughs> I love well, you know, I've got to say it. Because you, don't, you like don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. I think we will. Um, now, let's just have a quick chat about, you know, heavyweight boxing um, at the moment because uh, we've just seen David Hay come back um, and uh, have a first-round knockout. Uh, we've just talked about Anthony Joshua, um, you know, the Klitschko's, you've got Tyson Fury. It's it's quite a, a big it, a big thing, heavyweight boxing at the moment. Um, what are your sort of thoughts on, on how heavyweight boxing is going? Yeah, man, I think it's becoming exciting again, you know, uh, with Klitschko getting beat, it's wide open again and there's a lot of good heavyweights coming through, so it's an exciting time to be a heavyweight, also a harder time, but uh, that's no problem. Yeah, absolutely, and um, I was just saying while um, Mr. Bieber was playing that uh, I was reading that uh, if you were to have a fight against anyone, it would be um, Vladimir Klitschko, correct? Yeah, I would have loved to have fought. Uh, Klitschko and and why is that? Well, he was a uh, you know a champion for eleven years, and uh, obviously Fury's knocked him off his pedestal now. Uh, I would have loved to have been the one to do that, but um, yeah, and uh, he's just a true champion. He's a uh, quite modest guy, uh, a gentleman. So I would have liked to have fought him definitely. And is that because he's been beat now? Is that something that you're not that interested in? Would you like to go? You know, I go, definitely go for still else? Would, I still definitely would have. Uh, still like to fight him definitely if he stays around but who knows what he's going to do now he's been beat maybe not much mm. maybe enjoy retirement <laughs> with all his money <laughs> so anyone else that you uh, potentially would like to to fight you know it be, being such a competitive uh, competitive um, sport at, at the moment um, well obviously Joshua he's definitely going to be a world champion so I would like to challenge him for his world title 100% there you go. You heard it. Heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. 
I think Nick Webb may well be challenging Anthony Joshua for a world title one day. We'll pick this one out of the archives when you do. Um, so just uh, let's have a quick chat about the next fight. Um, it's in Brighton. Whereabouts in Brighton is it? It's at the Metropole. Uh, so, yeah, the Hilton Hotel Metropole in Brighton. Okay. And that is on... Uh, February the 12th. February the 12th is a Saturday? It's a Friday. It's a yeah, Friday, Friday night. Friday evening, yeah. Friday the 12th of February uh, down in Brighton. Now, how do people get hold of tickets if they want to uh, to see that fight? Um, they should be able to get it off. Uh, so if you add me on Facebook or you can on Twitter, so it's a Nick Ting, um, get tickets off me personally. Um, yeah, no problem. Okay, so what we'll do for you, um, everybody listening, is we will um, we'll put some stuff on the Brooklyn's radio, uh, uh, Brooklyn's radio Facebook and Twitter feeds um, with Nick's uh, Twitter names, etc. So you can uh, message him uh, directly if you would like tickets. Of course, you can email us here at studio at brooklynsradio.co.uk and we can sort that out. But um, it would be, of course, fantastic um, to see Nick fight. I think he's going to be uh, a champion one day. Um, Nick, thank you ever so much um, for joining me here on Brooklyn's radio it's been truly wonderful to speak to you and wish you the no very best uh, certainly on the 12th of Feb and uh, for the rest of your career Thank you very much. yeah let's give him a round of applause one of our stuff <laughs> Nick Webb ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Brooklyn's radio.com.